Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Friday, April, let's see if I can remember this, 28th, let's see. 29th here in Chicago. I ran in half tights in Chicago for the first time this year, I think. Pretty sure it's the first time I've done that. So very excited about that. Uh, and I also didn't wear gloves today. I did have kind of these, uh, my armholes or the thumb holes from uh, from my shirt that uh, help keep the hands a little bit warm, but no gloves today. So spring is, spring is here, it's getting warmer. I'm really enjoying it and uh, thankful for some warmer temps coming up. Uh, everyone that's listening in on the podcast, hopefully you are having a fantastic weather run today as well. And everyone watching this on YouTube later, whether you're at the gym and watching this or you're at home uh, cleaning up the kitchen after dinner, welcome to you guys as well. Uh, let's see who we got here in the chat. We got Frank says it's 82 degrees Fahrenheit where he is. That sounds really nice. And he says the Ocotillo, Ocotillos? O-C-O-T-I-L-L-O-S, aren't in bloom. I'm not, I'm not aware of what that was. Today, or not today, I think it was yesterday, we ended up walking to school. There's another family in our building uh, and they have kids, the younger, their kids are the same age as my uh, younger daughter, the baby. They're in the same class and they were walking. We all ended up leaving the same time and walking to school together. And we were walking by this one spot in, in the neighborhood that has these absolutely beautiful trees. And they only bloom for a very little while. It's not cherry blossoms, <laughs> um, but there are cherry cherry blossom trees in the neighborhood as well, which I think are just absolutely stunning. But there's other tree, and I've never known what they were. And um, we, were, my my daughter and I, my older daughter and I, we were talking about it. I'm like, I don't know what these trees are, but aren't they so beautiful? I think these are probably the most beautiful tree that I've ever seen. And then um, the other mom, she's like, Oh, those are magnolia trees. And I'm like, oh, these are these are fantastic. Magnolia trees, is that what these are? Maybe one day I'll, if it's possible, if I ever have a yard, plant a magnolia tree and a cherry blossom tree. Those are just some really pretty trees. I don't really know too much about plants. Um, plant biology was my least favorite aspect of biology when I studied in college. Um, but now I'm starting to gain an appreciation. All right. <laughs> Innocence, I could visit everybody. Just spent the last 15 minutes watching reels on Instagram. How is it possible for time to pass so quickly watching so much rubbish? Reels and like TikTok and like YouTube stories, they are time black holes. Like you just start and the next thing you know, you've skipped a meal and like you forgot to pick up your kids. Like that's what happens when you start watching that stuff. It is very addictive. Here's the, here's the part you gotta watch out for in this. Every once in a while, if you're watching reels on Instagram, Instagram will just see like, maybe this guy will want to watch some of this other stuff that's really popular on Instagram. So every once in a while, like every couple of days, Instagram will throw in, like sneak in like a dancing video, like people just dancing. And they're very talented people. And these videos are well, very well done, amazing content. But I just don't care for it. Like it's, it's okay, but I'm, that's not why I go to Instagram for. You gotta be, as soon as you see that, you gotta scroll real fast. Because if you watch it, for any amount of time, Instagram will say like, aha, this person loves people dancing on the internet. And then all, all you'll see for a while is that because it just wants to feed people that. And so that's just the one thing you gotta watch out for. Uh, <laughs> Tony Macias says, happy Friday, everyone, lunchtime. What are you guys eating for lunch today? Today I had um, more of the Huel. I had like a Mexican chili, I think is the flavor that I had. And then I also then after that made some um, bean tacos afterwards. I was going to eat the leftover pizza that we have in the house. But today we're driving a really long way. We're going all the way to Cedar Rapids today for my brother-in-law's wedding reception ceremony. He got married over the pandemic and uh, they're finally having, it was just like at the courthouse kind of thing. And then now they're finally having the reception this weekend. So we're going to have a long drive and... If there's leftover pizza in the house, my wife usually packs it along for me to eat. I enjoy eating leftover cold pizza in the car. It's a, it's a, it's it's kind of hard to manage, but uh, compared to like you know chips or something or other things that you can just kind of buy along the road. But um, I'm saving it for later. It's gonna be good. All right. Um, Frames by Seb says, it's 10 Celsius, so around 50 degrees in Montreal. Spring is so cold this year. But 50 degrees is really great running weather. I mean, it's a little bit warm for racing, 
But for an everyday run, it's really nice. So hopefully you like it. Uh, Frank says the ocotillos are those spiny sticks that grow out in the desert and their flowers grow ends of them. Oh, ocotillos. Okay. Oh, those are pretty. Every time I go to the desert, uh, and by desert for me, that usually means like Phoenix, Scottsdale. Every time I go, my, my kids insist on that I take a picture hugging a cactus. I don't know why, but they seem to love it. So I always get like a video of me trying to like gingerly hug a cactus. Um, and it just drives them crazy. They just think it's so funny. And I, I think it's funny too. It's very surreal. <laughs> um, X Truth says, we have a magnolia and it's gorgeous when it blooms. Just finished the bloom and now it's back to leaves. It's so sad when it's no longer in bloom, right? Because it's just so, the color, I don't know what colors they are. Pink, purple, fuchsia maybe. But the colors are so incredible. And because I'm colorblind, so I don't know like what I see in the colors, what I try to tell you what the colors are, probably like, that's not magnolia. What country is that? But that's what I see, and it's just amazing. The blooms are so pretty. Tony says he has a cherry blossom tree in the backyard, and he gets so many comments on it. It's, I mean, it's such a pretty tree. And it said they had a magnolia tree and then the beautiful flowers that lasted a few days, and then a green bush for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's okay. It's worth it, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the kid is all right. It says, Hey, Michael, is the Venice Beach Sky Plus as bouncy as a vapor fly next percent too? I'm thinking of picking up that shoes. I'm, I mean, I'd say it's very close. Uh, from the first version, I would say that the Meta Speed Sky 2 feels to be a little bit um, softer. So just a little bit not as quick in terms of like the bounce and response. And I think that's going to make it more suitable for marathon distance. And now I, ra I raced a 5K in it, really enjoyed it. I mean, um, Ailish McColgan broke the UK 5K British record. The 5K British record. I said UK and British in there. Too many Ks um, in them too. So like certainly a person can run very fast in them. But I think that that shoe kind of sets up really nicely for, for marathons and half marathons. Then I think that the the nylon foam that they use in the Metaspeed Sky, I think is probably the closest to, to Zumex of all the other foams that I've tried. Like fuel cell is a more is squishier, um, and like uh, like the power run PB can be squishy, like in the speed too. But like it gets can be really firm when you're looking at it in the Endorphin Pro too, which I ran in today. So like there are other super foams out there, but I would say that those two are the closest. So if you're looking for like an alternative, I think that's like the first place that I would look. Like I'm, you know, like. I was listening to the podcast with um, Ali Feller and Nell Rojas, and they were talking about how Ali had to drop. I mean, she didn't get dropped by her sponsor. She she dropped the sponsor. She dropped Adidas, um, and she elected to instead run in Vaporflies. And I'm just like, if I'm if I'm Asics, I'm gonna send her a pair of Metaspeed Sky Plus because I have a feeling she would probably really like them. So that's kind of like how I position them. So like the kind of like when people are asked, like what are the best like racing shoes? Like the four I kind of mention, like usually, well, not in one breath because that's four shoes. It's hard to do in one breath. It's like Vaporfly, Next Percent, Alpha Fly, not in any order. It all is going to depend on what you like and what races you're running. But like the Vaporfly, Next Percent, the Alpha Fly, um, Adios Pro, and Metaspeed Sky, like I think those are all like the top tier. And then I think everything else is in a different tier below it. Eric says, for lunch, he's having a ham and cheese sandwich, peanut butter filled pretzels, dried fruits, and a water chaser. That sounds like a very wholesome lunch. I like that one. I would like to eat that. Jackie says, still waiting for the 1080 version 12 video. Not that I'm buying it, at least not at the full price at 160. That will be, the next video is going to be on Sunday. Sunday is going to be Rincon 3 after 100 miles. So then on Tuesday. Tuesday is, unless something happens, Tuesday uh, is when the 1080 version 12 video will be out. Everything's kind of out of order. I ran in the Float Ride Energy X, which is the video that came out today. I ran in that before I went to Spain. I also ran in the 1080 before I went to Spain and I filmed all that stuff. And now it's just with the timing, it's coming out a little bit later. But I, I mean, to, to kind of like TLDR on that one, 
I would say if you like the 1080 version 10, you're really gonna like the 1080 version 12. It's buttoned up a little bit. It, um, the ultra heel is kind of like done away with and fixed. And so now you have just like a really nice cushioned daily trainer. Um, and it makes a lot more sense to me now. So it's like, well, I mean the 1080 version 10 made sense to me as a max cushion shoe. The 1080 version 11, I didn't really understand where it fit between like the 880, the 1080, and then the more version three. This this year it, it seems to have more of a like a solid like plate. It makes a little bit more sense. So I both in the lineup and also by itself, the shoe makes a lot more sense. So I'm 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 a big fan of the 1080. I'm, it's gonna not it's not gonna take me very long to get to 100 miles in that one. Mm. Runtime he says demolition man 1993 film predicted so much of the truth in 2022, including reels. It predicted reels. The thing that I, I remember, um, well, predictions from Demolition Man that I think are amazing. Demolition Man predicted that after the great fast food wars, which I'm not sure if it was supposed to be meant to interpret that metaphorically or literally, but after the great fast food wars, every restaurant was a Taco Bell, even fast, even like fancy, like high-end um, hot cuisine type of restaurants. Um, that, that didn't ultimately end up in, into fruition. But the other thing was the way they greeted each other, no one touched because it was too dirty. So they would always like do this. And then instead of shaking hands or high-fiving, so it'd be like your hands would never touch. That's the other one that I think always is, uh, is very interesting. That and then like the the whole like kind of very much like the H.G. Wells time machine where it's like the, the surface dwellers and then the subsurface dwellers too. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot, a lot of good stuff in that one. Uh, Lee says, lunch in the Pacific, we just had breakfast. What would you eat for breakfast, Lise? I could eat breakfast for lunch any day, I think. Innes has also been eating the Huel. He said Cajun pasta today. Really? Cajun pasta? I didn't know they had that. I was just thinking about ordering a couple more bags of the, the vegan mac and cheese. It's actually pretty good. Travis is having a salad, shredded chicken spinach. Nice. Steve is having some fajitas. For lunch and in the evening, it's Fajita Friday. <laughs> is is it always Fajita Friday at your house, Steve? And do you always have it for two meals a day? You take Fajita Friday very seriously. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm going to scroll down to try and catch up uh, with you guys. Uh, Jared says, yo, racing the Pittsburgh half. Jared Ward, Jordan Hesse, Alphine, Caroline Rodich, and a few others in the elite field. Also, in the non-elite field, uh, Mrs. Space Cadet's going to be there. Uh, I think Hellas Sidibe is going to be there as well. A lot of other influencers um, are heading out there working with, like, a, there's, I think, like, Dix put together a team of, like, influencers out there. So I think that's pretty good. I, th I want to say La La Latoya Chanel. I forget. Is that how you say her last name? I think she's going out there too. So, yeah. yeah so it's, a, it's an interesting race. It's a, a uncanny because like, it's not a flat, fast course, flat, fast course. Pittsburgh is an incredibly hilly city. Um, and so that the, so many people are going out there to race it is, is pretty amazing, especially because it's not super easy to get to Pittsburgh. I mean, I guess the Pittsburgh airport is not bad. Um, you know what I keep – the last time I was in Pittsburgh was a couple of years ago, and I was bummed because I knew that for a while Carnegie Mellon, the uh, college, uh, really great engineering school, was doing a um, test with Uber where they had self-driving Ubers. Now, there would be an engineer sitting behind the wheel just in case something went haywire. But I was really hoping that in all the traveling that I did there in Pittsburgh – that I would get one of the self-driving Ubers. So I kept ordering Ubers. And I, never, I just got regular humans. So that was disappointing. <laughs> I was just thinking about um, Al, uh, Jordan Hesse today, or yesterday, I think it was today or yesterday, that same um, uh, podcast I was listening to with um, Ali Feller and Nell Rojas. They were talking about Jordan Hesse. Um, mainly because... Uh, Nell was saying, like, towards the end of the Boston Marathon, the crowds were just so insane that she just was like, I don't need anyone yelling at me anymore. 
like it became a, almost a distraction um, rather than encouraging because like basically she had been getting yelled at for like a lot of the race. In a, I mean, in a good way, in an encouraging way, but it just became a lot. And they they mentioned, and I remember, and as soon as she said that, I thought of the same thing. Uh, Jordan Hesse said she doesn't like super large crowds, so she didn't. She had a hard time at the marathon trials in Atlanta because of the way that looped course was, and just how many people there were, and like kind of the urban canyons that the Atlanta course uh, was going through. That like just sound echoed the entire time, um, and, and it gave her a really hard time. So I was thinking about her. Um, just recently, I'm wondering, you know, I think, I thought pa- Paula Radcliffe was training her, I thought. Is that, do I have that right? But I haven't really heard about her doing very much since then. I know she had, a, like, a hip injury, um, even going into the marathon trial, so I just didn't know. I was like, I wonder what she's up to. I don't know. Mm. Frames by Seb says, weird coincidence, but I'm going to Malaga end of May. Any recommendations for a 5 to 10K run? Also, first trip with a little boy. Any tips for fighting with it? Eight months old besides praying? Um, yeah, I mean, you're fighting with a baby. Um, try to change him at the last minute before the flight doors close. Uh, that'd be the one thing because it's not going to be like that's that's going to be the tough part. Like when you're at a point where you're not allowed to stand up or go to the bathroom and the baby has a wet diaper, that's that's really uncomfortable. Um, the other thing is, uh, I don't know if your baby uses a pacifier, but when the altitude changes, when you're going up and going down, you know, like normally people know how to like when you're an adult, you know how to pop your ears, you know, so that the equalizes the pressure, give them something to like kind of suckle on. So that way they are moving their jaw and the pressure can get relieved. Otherwise, that's what usually makes the babies cry a lot. Uh, other than that, pray. Yeah, a lot of praying. For 5 to 10K run, you should check out my Strava for the first run that I did. I ended up doing like a five-mile run, but uh, down in the town, kind of like centered um, by the water, there's an old part where there's this giant stone structure down by the fountain, and you can kind of – there's a stone like tunnel. If you go up around that and just keep going up, you get up onto – and you, you'll wind back and forth up the hills till you get up to the fort that's on top of the hill in Malaga. It's about 500 feet of elevation gain, uh, very gradual the entire time. And it ended up being about like a mile, uh, or, or so up the hill. So like, depending on where your hotel is, you can run over there, run up the hill, beautiful views before you get to the fort at the top, there's a giant lookout and you could see the entire port city. Um, and it's absolutely gorgeous. And then you can come back down. So that, that's what I would do. Okay. Eric says, he thinks his brother and his family are on Taco Tuesday number 114. That is an impressive streak. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. And CV76 says, Kofuzi and Ben Park's at 99.5 thousand. Yeah, we're both at, like at the same spot, very close. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, I think, I don't know what his like subscriber rate is, but for mine, we might be hitting 100,000 subscribers at the same time when we see each other um, in New York. So, like, that's also, like, very exciting. Or it'll be very, very, very close either way, you know. So, uh, Luis, I asked Luis about what he ate for breakfast a little while ago. And he said the son had a day off from school. So they had to have pancakes. There you go. That's a great way to start the day. Uh, Lucas Lully's back. He says, so happy to be here again. Hi, everyone. Good to see you, Lucas. I think it's been a while, huh? CR is back home now, and it's time for pizza. So he has to start running again instead of just walking home. First time this year wearing shorts and a tee. <laughs> it was cold after only walking uh, a few minutes. Yeah, well, there you go. Just got to run then. That's a, that's a good solution. <laughs> See, CV76 says, they used to knock kids out with cough medicine. Was that something that was done on airplanes? I'm trying to remember. I don't. I don't think that that was very common when my kids were younger. My, I'm very lucky. My kids have always been pretty good flyers. Uh, that and like, I mean, it's pretty easy for me because they both my daughters basically just want their mother when we fly somewhere. So it's like nice for me. I just get a lot of work done. Now it's like me and my daughter, the older one. We kind of sit. We so we usually sit two and two, like in a square, if we can pick our seats. Um, so me and my daughter will sit up front. 
in the front too. That way, if the baby starts kicking a seat, it's my seat and no one care and I don't care. Um, and then they'll sit in the back and they'll both kind of nap in the back. And then my daughter and I will both just kind of like do our own thing on our devices. And we're pretty good flyers, I would say. Uh, Dr. Distance wants to know who's running the Eugene Marathon with me this weekend. I mean, I, I really wish I could be out there. I mean, this is a busy weekend. Or at least it could have been for me. I was supposed to run a trail marathon this weekend with my running buddy um, out in the suburbs. Um, but my brother-in-law scheduled this wedding reception, so I guess I got to go to that. I'm very, I'm very excited to go to it. Um, but it, I mean, in fairness, I did have the trail marathon booked like way ahead of him scheduling his wedding reception. But, you know, first things first. You know, got to take care of that. Uh, Runner Will says, now they got Zequil for that. Put your right out. Yeah, I, I don't have any problem falling asleep on an airplane. Um, typically, I will usually fall asleep in between like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, doors closed, time to put your phones into airplane mode. You know, as soon as like my like visual stimulation stimulus is off and I can't look at Instagram reels anymore. Um, I pretty much fall asleep between that and taking off a lot of times, unless I'm intentionally like planning on filming the takeoff. Um, I'll be asleep before the plane takes off and I'll wake up when we're already at cruising altitude, I'll sleep right through the takeoff, like the engines roaring all the rumble and you're taking off in the air, all like the G force and all that. I'll just sleep right through it. That's what happened in, I think that's what happened in London. I can't remember. Did I film the takeoff from going to Malaga to London? I don't remember. I think I filmed it. I don't know. But I slept pretty much the entire way. Mm, Dedra Al is going to be running 60K for her 60th birthday next week. Awesome. That's a lot of Ks. Very cool. And Tony says he's going to be running the OC Half Marathon on Sunday. Nice. That sounds like a nice race. Mm, and is it men only Friday today? Where the live stream regular ladies say? I, I have noticed that. It's just a lot of dudes today. <laughs> welcome to everyone who's uh, not in the chat but watching live. Uh, by the way, sorry I didn't welcome you guys earlier. Um, good to have you guys all here. Uh, if you have any running questions, feel free to drop them into the chat. Hopefully I didn't miss it earlier. If I did, I apologize. Um... Let's see what else we got in here. I think I'm going to ultimately have to get going a little bit early today because I still haven't packed yet. I had to find, so once once kind of like I decided I was going to close my business and well, the pandem pandemic happened, then we couldn't work. And then uh, I closed the business down and I was like, I gave away all my, like my suits. I donated them all to Goodwill except for like one. I have a suit left and a tuxedo. Uh, and like one white shirt, one blue shirt, and a tuxedo shirt, which I still suppose is a lot of dress clothes for someone that wears running clothes all day now. But um, and I told my wife, I'm not putting any of that on ever again. You have to die or get married for me to put on that stuff anymore. And of course, my brother-in-law got married, getting married or is already married, but now having the reception. So I had to dig out. It took me a really long time. To, to remember where I put all that stuff and then to find it once I was like, oh, I think it's in this box that I put way, 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 way over here. So it took me a long time. So, I mean, it's probably going to take me less time to pack the rest of my stuff than it is to find, like, where did I put that suit? But I'm not going to wear a suit. I'm just going to wear dress pants and a dress shirt. It's going to be outside, so I think it's pretty casual. So... Tony says that the OC half marathon is a point to point. That sounds nice. I like it. Adam says in the Peace Corps in Nepal, we took Benadryl when we had to take the overnight bus ride. That sounds like a good idea. That I'd be like, yeah, I'm not sure about some of these roads. When I think about taking a bus in Nepal, I think about, um, what was the show? It was like, I was on one of those shows, like either like the Learning Channel or Discovery. Maybe it was the History Channel, like the tr the dangerous trucking. Like that's what I think about. So I'm envisioning like this bus crammed full of people with luggage all on top of it, wheels half over the edge of some precipice. I'd be like, I'm going to need some Benadryl 
I'm going to need a lot of Benadryl to get through this night. <laughs> Matthias is here, says, greetings, everyone. Good to see you, Matthias. And we got Jennifer Herring here, says, hi, Kofuzi. Always enjoy the stream and everyone here. I've run all my 39 marathons in ASICs. You have? That's incredible. That's a lot of marathons in ASICs. Do you remember what the first ASICs we, what you ran in was? Because if it was 39 marathons ago, that had to have been a little bit of a time while back. Sean wants to know, do I ever miss my real job? Uh, not, no, not really. Not really. Um, I miss some of the people for sure. I miss my team and, um, you know, I miss helping people. I miss the consulting part of it, but there's just so much that I don't miss, you know? So, yeah. So I'm very, I'm very, very happy with the switch. Alex Zom says, where'd it go? Um, do you like mountain trails? I love running mountain trails. I just don't have a lot of access to them or opportunities for them. So whenever I do get chances for it, uh, I'm always very excited and I try to do as much as possible. Uh, I have to kind of be aware of my limits though. I'm not the most seas. I mean, I, I live at like 60 feet above sea level. I live like right along the water. So here in Chicago, so it's very, very flat. So when I get up into like mountain trails, um, it's very different strain on my body. You know, and so I try to keep that into consideration. So uh, I can never get too crazy, um, but I'd like to do much more uh, in that space. I'm thinking this summer in between grandma's marathon and um, maybe once we get to like, until like Chicago marathon, I think I'll just do a lot of running, hopefully a lot of trail running, but not a lot of training. For Chicago, I think I'm just gonna go and just have a really good time running, uh, not really worry about running a PR, and I'll probably plan on trying to run a faster race at CIM again this year. Um, so like basically between June and like September to October, I'll probably be pretty relaxed. <clears throat> and uh, hopefully I'll be able to do a lot more trail running. Um, <laughs> Adam says, my, my, the way I envision his bus rides in Nepal, it's very close to being accurate. He says, people on top as well as luggage. That, that too is also quite bizarre to me. Like I'm just, like the circumstances in a country that would kind of like make that normal is, is just, um, yeah, a, di a whole different realm of experience, I think. Um, Matthias Ventus says, have you run in the Tecton X much? I've done two runs in them. The first one was like a 17 miler over in Mines of Spain, uh, which is not in Spain. And I have never seen any of the mines, <laughs> but it is a fun, is a fun trail area with a decent amount of elevation, relatively speaking for the Midwest. Um, and then I did the following, like two days after that, I did some threshold mile repeats on a crushed limestone trail. It was pretty soggy. So I actually felt like it was a pretty good test. I really wanted to see if I could feel the carbon um, from like a speed perspective. On it. So I've got maybe like 27, 30 miles in the shoe. Uh, Jalen Craft, Croft Rangel said, what was my real job? I was a litigation consultant specializing in technology. So like everything from like helping lawyers with PowerPoint um, to much more technical stuff. I mean, some of these cases would have like millions of documents, whether it's a patent case or you know, financial litigation, that kind of thing. So just being able to wrangle and corral all that um, so that it could be presented in a clear and concise and time-efficient manner um, to, like, helping people write their closing arguments. So there was there was a lot of – depended on the client, depended on the job. But it, it, was, it was pretty fun. Basically just trial work. Uh, Jennifer Herring says she was in Jalcayano, she thinks, for her first – marathon 39 marathons ago <laughs> pretty cool really cool um louis v350 says what are your favorite cloud like shoes uh it's not on clouds are not my favorite cloud shoes quote unquote um of the ons the cloud monster is my favorite by far um but of other shoes that are just like nice and squishy and puffy i would say the more new balance fresh from more version three 
is a nice one. It's a little bit heavy, but I mean, that one's super nice um, when your feet are tired. And then for something that's more in like the daily trainer category, I'd say like the Mach 4 and the Nova Blast are really nice too. I just saw some pictures from Believe in the Run of the Glide Ride 3. ASICS has been telling me for like months now about the, how much I'm going to like this Glide Ride 3. And they're like, we're going to send it to you soon. And I'm like, okay, whenever, whenever you're ready. I think it's full Blast Plus, FF Blast Plus. I'm not sure if it's full, but there's a lot of it in there. So it's like a lot of Blast Plus, no gel. So that's the only thing I didn't like about the Nimbus. So I'm really looking forward to that one. I'm, um, I haven't tried it yet, but I have high hopes. High hopes for that one. Um, so those are some shoes that I really like. Mark says, you're gonna hit 100,000 subs soon on the main channel. Anything special planned? I mean, the whole, uh, the original plan was that I was gonna race at 100K. So, um, that's something I still want to do at some point this summer. So I got to just look at the schedule and see. I have a lot of travel planned in July as well. Not as much as June, but there's some in July as well. And then um, maybe I can run a 100K either in July or maybe in August before the kids go back to school. That's kind of like what, I, what I'm thinking. And so it'll be a little bit delayed, um, but maybe I think it takes that long to get like the silver play button. So I'm thinking maybe we'll do kind of something along along those lines. So we'll see. I mean, like my big, big goal would be able to like try and get some of the my YouTube friends to like crew the race or at least be there as well. I know that's a big ask, but we'll have to see if we can do something like that. Uh, <laughs> Stevie 76 as far as work goes, if you love being a trophy husband, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, really funny. Adam says, we'll get you dirty in Boulder. I look forward to that. So it's going to be, I think I'm going to be in Boulder uh, the week after Western States. But it'll be during, the, things have just changed schedule-wise a little bit. Still finalizing that schedule. So it'll be during the week, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. And I think that weekend I go to, I forget. I forget where I go after that. I have to look at the calendar. Alex says, in 2021, I ran my Mountain Trail 24K in ASICS Hyperspeed 8. Really? It was funny. Elevation was 1,500 meters. Yeah, yeah. I would not put those together. You know what I saw today? Um, I mean, I end up looking at a lot of ASICS stuff for a lot of reasons. But um, on Instagram, ASICS you know, had suggestions. And one of it was the new singlets that just came out. And I'm scrolling through to see kind of what else it's suggesting for me. Um, I did just buy another pair of like, uh, like casual shoes. So it's like showing me a lot of casual shoes as well, as well. And then it showed me there is a, uh, Trubico, a Trubico Max shoe is like some, it's like brain dead collab. And I was like, oh, I actually really like this one. So I'm like, cause I don't normally think of ASICs when I think about trail shoes and I'm, not super inclined to try an ASICS trail shoe, but like that version, it was like black and like, I thought yellow, but probably more like a neon green. Um, and it looked like a brain and I was like, oh, this I like, this I really like. So I might, I don't know. It's one of those shoes that I think I'm going to like, my brain's just going to be like, hey, remember that shoe? You should buy it. So I'm, I might end up buying it. We'll see. Joe Master says he's enjoying the new Lone Peak 5s, first real trail shoes. That was a good one, really comfy. I enjoyed that one. It actually had a little bit too much space in the forefoot for me, but I think for people that need a little bit more room or prefer a little bit more room, that's like just the right amount. So that was a good one. Tony Vu is getting his car worked on, so taking a page out of Mike's book and going for a hike. There you go. Nice. That's a good way to do it. I mean, I feel like everyone at the car place is usually if they're going to stay there and wait for the car to get worked on, they're always grumpy. So like, you know, I say do something that makes the car place work, wait for you. Go for a long hike, go for a run and come back, you know, and be like, yeah, they'll like, yeah, it'll be about an hour. It'd be like, that's okay. I'll be back in two. You know, it's a fun way to do it. Mm. 
All right. Jennifer Herring says, I found Kofuzi after I ran Chicago. I'm legally blind and wanted to see the marathon. And Kofuzi is so kind to you. Awesome. Well, that's so cool. Wow. I didn't know that, Jennifer. Awesome. Mm. Ooh, Adam says, if you can wait until February, the Sean O'Brien 100 kilometers is in Malibu. I mean, running in February in Malibu sounds really nice, I got to say. Um. Uh, that's pretty cool. I think if I was going to wait that long, I'd probably just try to do Black Canyon. Um, not to say that that's better or different, but that's just a race I've been wanting to run for a couple of years now. Um, just because I've run in the Phoenix area. I know that's not exactly the Phoenix area, but I've run in Phoenix and Scottsdale before, and I just love the terrain that's over there. And yes, what I've run is very different than what the Black Canyon course is, but I just think it's I, I don't know. I just really like that part of the country. So I think I, I'm not that I don't love Malibu, but I think that'd probably be it. But I'm going to try to like find one. I've been talking to Scotty Coomer at, um, uh, he has, he puts on races of 10 jock miles and he has a couple that he's like, come on, race anytime you want. I'll get you a bib. And I was like, that sounds great, but he doesn't have any hundred Ks as far as I, as I know. So I'm like, I'm kind of looking for a 100K. I don't want to do a 100 mile. I don't think I can handle that. But 100K, yeah, I think I could do that. So that's what I want to do. All right, Tony's actually, he's on the Western States Trail now. No idea how anyone can do this for 100 miles. Your, your car place is on the Western States route that's amazing <laughs> what mechanic is that that's great that's great edgar smith says yo made it in, made it for the end just was in chicago and ran the famous kofuzi route awesome really cool um yeah so like in a couple of weeks there's some like running retailers convention in chicago and i'm going to be going with asics i think to do a shakeout i'm guessing to do a shakeout run so i was like looking at a route to, i was like where should i go i was like oh, i'll just run like my normal route it's super easy um so I, I think that's what's happening but so i'll get I, I mean i just love sharing that part that one stretch north of the hancock building where all that water is that's kind of i like i like to sh show that to as many people as possible that's my favorite so uh, the kid is all right. Says, I hope you get to be at Tokyo Marathon next year. I postponed mine to 2023 as well. Hope can join you for a shakeout run. Isn't that going to be like just surreal and just incredible? Like, I hope you can make it there too. I hope that I get to make it there. I really hope you get to make it there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I want to, I really want to run Tokyo. Um, Ashley Mateo, who I've met through a lot of these, uh, ASICs events, um, she has been, and then I've seen her, I've basically any big race, she's there. She's always there. Um, but so I've run into her in, in a variety of cities across the country since we first met. And then she was supposed to run with ASICs at the Tokyo Marathon in like 2020. So like she's been trying to, go, and I don't know, if she's, she said it's been like four or five years in a row that she's been supposedly going to Tokyo with ASICs and it just hasn't worked out yet. So hopefully we'll all get to go uh, next year. It'll be a good year. Uh, Tony's at the M45 Subaru Specialist in Auburn, California. Highly recommend. There you go, everybody. If you're into car troubles, you're at the end. You're at the end of Western States. The heat destroyed, and maybe the hills destroyed your car. You need some transmission work or something. It's a Subaru. You get that's where to go. M45 Subaru Specialists. Highly recommend. <laughs> Dad Renato says it's a Walmsley auto repair. Can you imagine if that? I mean, that'd be that'd be pretty amazing if like Walmsley retires after our, whenever he's done running, and just like I'm just gonna open up a mechanic shop. I mean, with him, it'd probably be a bike shop somewhere in Leadville, right? Something like that. Maybe in Europe. He's been over there for a while now. They moved. They left Flagstaff, didn't they? Him and his uh, are they engaged yet? Um, him and his partner. But they're in Europe. He's been training for UTMB. 
Tracy Smith, is the ASIC shakeout you're talking about for the run convention June 4th, 5th? No, it's a different one. That's run show, which is for the public. This other one is for like um, people that own running stores, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. I've never heard of it before, but I don't know. Runner Will says, I'm going to be in Tokyo next year, too. Awesome. General Al says, <laughs> um, Walmsley would open up a WeChat. I, could, I, I mean, I don't know if he partakes, but I could see it. Uh, Walmsley hasn't done Leadville, hasn't mentioned as far as I know. But I think his partner has done the bike race. At least, I think she did it last year. And I think he's been on the bike over there. He's been riding a, like either a mountain bike or a gravel bike out there. Probably a mountain bike. So I think he's been spending some time up there. Or he did before they went over to Europe. Unless I'm getting something mixed up. But I was pretty sure he was over there for the Leadville. Not the running race, but for the bike races. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. All right, Adam's got a question up here. He says, how do you avoid getting co-opted by ASIC so you can stay neutral and honest on reviews? That's a tough one. That's a good question. I was looking at, so yesterday um, I saw a post um, by Hoka. And like, I was aware, I, I was aware of this trip, like when it happened, I wasn't aware of it before it happened. But like they brought a whole bunch of people out to like Moab and took them on a whole bunch of runs, testing out the Speed Goat 5. Um, and I recognized some faces uh, from it. And then, um, you know, and they had, those people had posted stuff on their social media about the trip and it looked amazing. And I was like, oh, I wish I could have gone on that trip. That would have been pretty cool. And then yesterday, uh, once it posted by Hoka, Hoka was like, we brought a whole bunch of journalists out to Moab and... Um, had them test out our new speed goat five, you know, they were super excited about it. And then another journalist that I follow on Twitter was like, I can't believe these people call themselves journalists and allow themselves to be photographed in brand kit like that. Like when I was at the times I would have gotten fired if I had done something like that for accepting this kind of trip or this kind of, uh, gear. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's an interesting take on it. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I mean, the ethics of it are, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm no journalist. I, I, I sometimes I feel like Homer Simpson at the airport when he's like, uh, when he was in that pilot's bar, I keep telling you I'm not a pilot. And I got, and the flight controller is like, and I keep telling you fly boys that you're really funny. And then he ends up flying the plane circus airlines. Um, so I keep telling me I'm not a journalist, but I, you know, I do review things and, um, biases and, and ethics are an important part of what I do. And I think it's tough because I already find myself, because we're doing a lot of stuff with ASICs and I already find myself kind of like editing a little bit of what I'm doing in terms of like, well, like I was running in the Velocity Nitro 2 yesterday and I was like, this just reminds me a lot of the Cumulus 24. So I should put them head to head. But I'm like, I don't, I don't think I can, that might be a hard one to do. Like those kinds of versus videos might be hard to do. I could talk about a shoot individually and disclose, you know, that there is tons of potential for bias there. You know, um, we've done a lot of work together. We're going to be traveling a bunch of summer together, like that kind of thing. So the disclosures go a certain amount, but like, you know, after a while, it's just kind of like, can I keep doing a versus video of an A6 shoe versus another shoe? I'm thinking probably not, you know, so that makes it a little bit, I think I'll still review like the Cumulus. So review the glide ride very excited for that one but like um to compare them you know maybe not so like instead of it being like it was going to be like velocity nitro 2 cumulus 24 and 880 version 12 like a three-way comparison kind of like those old car and driver mag i don't I haven't read car and driver magazine in about 15 years but like those old car and driver magazine spreads like here are 15 different like um compact cars and we drove them through death valley and we'll do a review of all the cars, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I'm like, not, it probably has to just be cumulative, uh, probably has to be Nitro 2 versus 880 version 12. So I think that's kind of like one of the ways that I can kind of like 
um, keep the reviews a little bit more separate from kind of like my run vlogging from the, the review part of it. It's just kind of like where like the potential for bias may overwhelm like the the video, then I just feel like let's just not make that video. You know, so that's kind of where, where I'm landing on it. And, you know, I don't know. My take on it may change over time uh, and the approach may change over time, but that's kind of where I'm where I'm seeing it right now. So, yeah, but it's something that, like, it's something that I think about a lot. Like, I've been thinking about, like, the other freelance journalist who used to work at the Times, and she, like, posted a link to, like, the ethical guidelines that the Times gives to, like, its employees and staff. And I'm reading through it, because uh, I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm, not, I'm never was a journalist, never tra trained as a journalist. So it's like good to see like, oh, I didn't realize they actually wrote guidelines. So it's interesting to see the guidelines. And it was stuff like, you know, if you are getting access to a special sporting event, um, you are not supposed to accept tickets. And if you are, you have to pay the value of it. Um, if it's a hard to get event, like a Super Bowl or something like that, um, you know, you're not supposed to accept free tickets to cover something. Um, and if it's possible, you know, and you can pay for it, um, talk to your department head and make sure that the Times is paying for it. And I'm like, that makes sense for if you work for the Times or if you work for like Sports Illustrated. But like, how do the those ethical guidelines, I know it's ethical guidelines written by the Times for Times the New York Times people. Like how do you, how am I supposed to extrapolate that for someone who's doesn't have a budget and a department head um, and an accounting department and an HR department and all that stuff um, to deal with? And so now, like some of those rules seem antiquated, and I'm like, why do they feel antiquated? And I think they feel antiquated in the same way because they serve like a gatekeeping function of like um, you know like oh you can only be a real journalist or you can only be a real reviewer if uh, you can afford to like buy all this stuff yourself, you know? And so it reminds me of like the way that used to keep a lot of people out of professional sports is by insisting on amateurism and professional sports, which is kind of weird. But like, like tennis had a, a big problem with this where you, there were some people that could get paid to play tennis and some people that were pro professionals that were amateurs only that didn't get paid to play or at least didn't get paid publicly. Um, and only they can compete in like the Grand Slam tournaments, the highest level tournaments. And it's just a way of keeping other people out. And so I'm looking at these ethical guidelines of like, well, these need a significant rewrite for 2022. And in the way that like, I think that in some ways, I feel like the last couple of years have shown us like, I don't know, viewers and consumers are far less sophisticated than I thought. And when it comes to what their understanding is going on in the video. And on the other hand, like people know what's up. It's 2022. So like, I don't know how to, you know, deal with all that. Uh, and I'm not the New York Times. So, you know, uh, what does that mean? So I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. And I know that you guys will be very honest with me. Uh, a lot of people have already mentioned a lot of things about it in the comments too, some of the videos. So it's like, you know, I'm watching all that. I'm keeping an eye on all that and trying to get a gauge for, you know, how do I feel about it, you know? So like, I want to keep making shoe review videos. I love making the shoe review videos, but like if it becomes a choice of doing things like what, you know, I look up to like Hala Sidibe, what he's doing, he does stuff with Hoka, he does stuff with like Gymshark and all these other brands. Um, how is he doing, I'm, I'm trying to look at like, how is he doing it? How is he navigating it? How does like Rich Roll navigate it? Not that I'm at those levels of those guys, but they're up there. You know, so it's something that I think about a lot. Um, but the big thing is those guys aren't reviewing shoes. So like that's, I think, a, a very important distinction. So, yeah, so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to think, a lot to think about. Hmm. Yeah, Adam says it's an issue in medicine. Most university physicians are no longer allowed to get free lunches from pharma. Yeah, yeah. So, and Stevie seventy six says the mere appearance of a conflict of interest is a problem. Yeah, I mean that's something that we that they we sh we learn about in 
from judicial ethics too. So like when I think about the stuff that's going on with uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, it's like, is there a conflict? Maybe not. But I think traditional judicial ethics, which I know is different on the Supreme Court level, but like traditional judicial ethics say you're supposed to recuse yourself when there is the appearance of a conflict, not if there is in fact an, a, a conflict. And so like, you know, so I guess like when it comes to like these versus videos that I like to make, I'm going to be recusing myself and I won't make that video. So it's just a lot of, a lot that I'm, a lot, a lot that I'm thinking about. I'm trying to figure out how to balance like having these fun places and experiences to go on um, and not, uh, and versus not taking that and, and turning it down. And what does that look like if I don't, you know, not that I'm worried about like, well, what if I say no? I'm like, I know my capability for planning adventures like that is not great. So like I, I'm not relying on the brands, whether it's Hoka or Asics or anyone else that I've done a trip with to bring me places. But, um, I get very, uh, I'm, I'm very, I get very comfortable sometimes. So, you know, that's just lots of things that I think about. Um, and it says YouTube channels change over time. Sometimes as long as you're honest, does it matter? I mean, I hope, I hope that's right. You know, so there can be shifts or can be changes. Um, but you know, we'll just kind of go with, you know, we'll, you know, honesty will be the center of it. And then we'll kind of like let that drive us from there. And Martha says, good to see you, Martha. She says, if anyone can be trusted for transparency, it's Kofuzi. Well, thank you. Will says, you have to evolve so you don't burn out doing what you're doing. Like I said before, you have never given me any reason to pause. Well, thank you. And 76 says, no conflict in review law, a bidet from a runner's perspective. That could also be a dream. Um, like, you know, people are asked, like, if you could be sponsored by anyone, who would you sponsor by? And I say, like, Rocket Mortgage. It's just something that a lot of people use but has no connection to running. A bidet actually does have more of a, I mean, with how much we poop, you know, as runners, the bidet can be a good one, a, a really good one, too. You know, you know, maybe maybe we'll have to get a couple of bidets in for, for testing. <laughs> I don't know how to make that video. All right. Battery, the battery in the camera just died. So uh, let me just switch so I can say goodbye to you guys. So I think that's a good place. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, wait. There we go. Battery just died on the main camera today. So we'll, we'll, uh, well, that's a, I think that's a good place to leave it. Thanks everybody uh, for tuning in today and, uh, you know, for keeping me honest and, and transparent as well. I appreciate that. Having that kind of like uh, that double check. I've got like you guys as like the core audience um, that, that lets me know if I'm, if I'm, if I'm doing okay or not, you know, so I appreciate that very much. All right. I'm going to be in Iowa this weekend, trying to find a long run route in Cedar Rapids. So wish me luck on that. And, uh, I will see you guys on the live stream Monday. I've got a very funny live stream. I hope it's funny. I've got a fun live stream, uh, Monday mukbang plan for Monday. So, uh, tune in for that one and, uh, whatever you guys are doing over the weekend, be safe out to everybody. Thanks.